0: all right all right all right welcome welcome everybody tuning in out there on the interwebs how are you doing i see mike barrios is watching let me give a commercial shout out to mike barrios how you doing how you holding up during all of this um how is everyone holding up uh, are you adjusting are you pivoting are you adapting uh, appropriately as we need to be I'd like to know what you're hearing out there in your local market, because I'm talking to agents and loan officers all over the country. And depending on where you are in the country, there's a, there's different levels of constraints put upon you as a real estate or mortgage professional. In, in Maryland, for example, right? They've, uh, in Colorado, they've pretty much, uh, gone very, very strict on what real estate agents can and can't do. No virtual tours, right? I mean, shutting down the affiliate related services and so forth, making it very, very difficult to conduct a business as usual. So that presents a challenge for all of us. And I'd like to know, how are you pivoting and adapting and innovating to overcome in today's world? Put your comments in below. Janelle Davis, what's up? Janelle, by the way, congratulations to you. The audience really wants to give you a rousing round of applause for what you've been doing lately with your virtual classes and stuff live. I saw your comment the other day uh, about your ability to kind of engage and um, make an impact with your real estate agents and pouring into them. Mike Barrows, you're eating a lot, eating a lot. Wow. Don't tell me that's true. I know, right? We're all on the COVID diet, which is like the seafood diet, which is uh, seafood and eat it, right? So I hope you're making time to work out too. Um, so listen, I'm uh, waiting to bring on my special guest here. looks like he is going to be joining any moment now. So this is called buying time. Once again, live, I've had a crazy day. I've taught five virtual classes in the last two days, three of them yesterday before noon, two of them today before 10 AM, um, hashtag live Carlos Ramos. What is up my man. Good to see you. You already won a book, right? Didn't you want a book book last time doing this whole thing? I think that was you, but thanks for participating, man. The books will be um, coming out soon. And just as a reminder for people, that's a good segue commercial. Listen, if you want to get on the pre-advanced list for the book, put this up to the screen right there, Disrupt or Die, How to Survive and Thrive, The Digital Real Estate Shift. Um, That was all set to go and go live. Self-published on Amazon was supposed to be out in the streets, in your hands already, but guess what? It's on hold. Why? COVID-19. Because things... Have changed in the world right and um, I need to pivot and innovate and adapt and so there are things coming out of this whole coronavirus thing that are going to change some of the elements of this book create and force some edits that are coming out of this So yes Carlos thank you for responding you were the person who got the uh, free additional book that's awesome for you but for those who don't have the book you can go to getdisruptordie.com and get on the pre-advanced list for the book just a second i'm gonna bring our special guest in we're gonna do a countdown greg get ready to go live you can see it three two one there he is (laughs) i love it love it how you doing man good good how you doing you know we're hanging in there is that the hand gel i see going over there little hand sanitizer going
1: yeah i know i got no i got my uh, survival kit in my car just in case so you know if i had to I know. head out of here so no, i got I- Clean my glasses off a little bit here. So go ahead. Sorry about
0: that. No, no worries, man. I literally uh, recently returned from the grocery store, and yeah, I was doubling down on the hand sanitizer <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know what's? You know what's funny? It struck me very oddly. I don't know if you have you been out lately. Yeah, yeah. I, I come to the
1: office every day, but it's just me and two other guys here. We just go home right after. So just back and forth. That's all we've been doing. So
0: it struck me as as I was the odd person out as I was recently at the grocery store uh, in the last hour. And I'm walking around and I'm noticing I'm one of the few people who don't have a mask on. Yeah. Right. And it kind of, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Is, is, is that, you like that I'm guilty. too? Yeah, I'm yeah. guilty too. So, but
1: I came home last night. Sorry to interrupt you here, but I came no, home. I, and my wife was, uh, she handed me six masks to wear if we ever go out and she homemade them. So, you know, they, they got flowers on them and stuff. So uh, I'm like, babe, no, I, you know, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably get sick and before i wear this so you know i'm gonna to have to get something else i guess so i, I know guess. i'm
0: putting a line in the sand as well i'm like nope, that's it i'm better stronger than that all yep. that fun stuff um okay so cool let's jump into this i appreciate you making time i know it's been crazy busy um why don't for, 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 for the listeners whether it's live or on the replay just do a quick mm-hmm. intro quick background into how long you've been in the biz and then average production units volume for you individually
1: sure so basically been in a business about 18 years um and you know, started, I guess, around 2001, 2002, around that time, you know, basically went through the crash, like everybody who's been in business a long time. And now, uh, now we're dealing with this and production wise, uh, our team did about 400 plus. I did about 208 last year. So congratulations,
0: by the way. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. And I know you are licensed in how many states? 12 states, 12 states. Is there uh, one state that's dominant for you, or what's that look like?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much the, – there's two states. There's Florida and Tennessee. So I'm, I'm, I actually live in Tennessee full-time, and I come down to Florida in my office where I'm at now. Uh, so it's basically uh, – uh, you know it's mainly those two states. Okay. You know?
0: All right. All right. So listen, last time you and I talked, which is actually quite a while ago, but I did take notes on that. So there mm-hmm. you go. I'm going to be referencing my notes. A couple awesome. of things jump, jumped out about – you know, kind of you and not only your volume and units, first of all, um, but secondly, uh, the first thing that stood out for me was it's, if I'm correct, you were leveraging Facebook, private Facebook groups of agents in a pretty big mm-hmm. way. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big thing. Uh, you know, I kind of
1: discovered that about three years ago um, was, I mean, Facebook groups has been there all the time, but really saw the power into it when we can add people into it, provide value on a daily basis. Uh, try to you know help them out with 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 stuff that they can use and and increase their business. And then you know I throw some funny stuff in there to, to make me look human and uh, some life stories and and stuff like that. But especially now, what's going on uh, with the virus and everything else, it's really helped us be in front of people and kind of let them know, hey, guidelines are changing and trying to set that expectation. You know, ten years ago there was none of that. It was all by word of mouth and phone call and phone call and phone call. And and it's still that way to to some extent, obviously, but. It's really helped me stay in front of them, uh, you know, pretty much twenty four seven. So,
0: yeah, and is, do you think that's um, interesting? How many, how many, how long have you had Facebook groups kind of set up as part of your business? Mm, I would probably say about uh, what are we about almost about three and a half years, three and a half right. four years. So that, yeah, that's pretty forward thinking, man, because very yeah. few people have had those set up until I'd say the last year or so. They really caught mm-hmm. on, yeah. so to speak. Um, how have you found that serve you in the current environment?
1: Uh, fantastic.
0: Because, you know, I'm trying to get the word out, you know, I like you always
1: try to, you know, just trying to help people. And, and by doing that is just constantly give more and more information. So, so the more you can do that, it really helps that helps you kind of be the figure that people are, you know, are drawn to people go to with questions and, I mean, my phone constantly gets texts with just questions. Hey, Greg, you know, what's the, what's this? What, I mean, from realtors all over the place, you know, Mm -hmm. and some realtors I've never even done business with or even chatted with. So it's really helped me establish, uh, be the person, the the actual go-to person on, on, on a lot of stuff. So,
0: um, so how active are you in the groups or how do you structure content and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff?
1: So. Uh, I' probably post something uh, twice a day there now. um sometimes I do a little bit more. obviously, it's been a little bit more now with all the news. Mm. Uh, but you know content is you know right now what's going on, you know and and so forth and um you know, like today, I posted something about stocks, you know, and I know very little about stocks. I just want to put that out there mm-hmm. um, but but you know, we just started chatting about that and you know some goodbyes and so forth. Uh, yesterday, you know was it was about the market report and what's going on and so this time frame, as, as we're in, uh, hopefully it's going to be over sooner than later. It's all been about that. It's all been about, hey, how can we help you and, uh, you know, kind of navigate through this new world that we've been in for about three, three weeks, you know, it's been amazing.
0: So, yeah, yeah. And okay, so the groups is, is one conversation we'll come back to in a second. But sure. um, uh, how have you personally made adjustments to your communication process and all that? Well, great question. Um, we basically, and I'm I'm pretty
1: fortunate this way too because quite a few years ago, I started doing screen shares. Uh, you know, sitting down with clients, so even locally, uh, because people can't get out of work or, or they get out of work late and stuff. So on their lunch break, or if they have like you know 20 minutes, you know, I'll send them a link. We'll, we'll share a screen and go through mortgage options. So, you know, we've really been kind of ahead of that already before this hit. So, um, And a lot of people prefer that now because people yeah. are so busy, they're doing things, kids are going to soccer practice and, and just running around. And, uh, and now lately, I've been even just sending like a video to them, you know, a five-minute video breaking down all the costs, breaking down all the mortgage options, the short-term, long-term effects of everything. And, and then I said, you know, I tell them, I said, listen, watch your video, then call me back and, and let's go over it. And mm. that, that seems to be working really well, especially, especially during this time. So,
0: so are you using Zoom for those meetings?
1: Yeah, um, Zoom. Yeah, I use Zoom. Uh, I, I also use like Ring Central. Um, mm. I've been using that for a while since we got it on the phone system. It's pretty, right. you know, it's pretty right. easy. So,
0: yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I've been doing a lot of virtual classes with real estate agents and, mm. you know, bringing up this whole virtual tour thing. And, um, uh what's your take on what do you think the impact of this situation is going to have on one consumer expectations let's just start with there what do you think their expectations are going to come out in terms of using tech coming out of it
1: yeah i i think that you know i think we were going that way already you know people i mean especially the younger generation you know they they don't want to talk to anybody. they just want hey just shoot me a text and you know, send me the information, then I'll call you and, and vice versa. So right. um, so I think there's a lot of stuff that was done before that first conversation. And it's the same thing with uh, people looking at homes. Mm. Uh, you know, people are going online, they're doing all the research and then they call a realtor, you know, right. 20 years ago, they walk into a real estate office, raise their hand and say, I'm looking to buy a house. And that's when it started. Right. Um, so I, you know, I think just just kind of expedited a lot of things. I think a lot of people who didn't want to change had to change. Nice. Um, and so, you know, for, for good and for bad, um, you know, but I always tell people too, that, you know, social media isn't to replace the one-on-one that's, that's never going to be, but it, it gets you to the one-on-one, right. you know? Um, so I really think that it's really sped things up.
0: So. Let me ask you this: before before this whole thing hit, were you meeting clients or agents face to face? Yes,
1: yes, I was, and uh, but a lot of it was done, you know, through screen share too. I mean, mm-hmm. even um, you know, with, with realtors, I would hop on a screen share, show show them like kind of what we're doing. I show them behind the scenes, so you know they feel comfortable with their clients. I'll also show them uh, our lead generation systems and, and stuff like that for them, mm-hmm. uh, so they can see how that worked and how we can generate business for them. Uh, so it's, you know, it's definitely something where it's really helped us before all this happened. So, yeah,
0: well, listen, for those that are watching right now, let's just take a pause for a second. I want to say hello to everybody, Mike and Carlos and Janelle. Um, if you've got questions for Greg about how he's pivoted, I mean, this is a guy who's been in the business 18 years, uh, 200 plus units himself personally. Plus you manage, how big is your team? Uh, we have about nine people on our team right now. Right. So collectively, I think you said roughly 400
1: units in 2019. Yeah, we have 400 units. That's basically done between three loan officers, including myself. Right. And then we have a couple of loan partners, we have a processors, and yeah. so forth. That's huge.
0: So, how are they all adjusting to the current status?
1: <laughs> well, you know, it, it's it's funny because you know I was telling my wife about this about a month ago. We we're just chatting. You know, you come to an age at one point where you, you always think you're the youngest guy in a room, and uh, and now <laughs> not anymore, now, right? <laughs> yeah, we get to the point now. Like we'll, we'll leave somebody's house, you know, before this happened, the virus happened, yeah. and then we'll be hanging out. And she asked me, so you know, how, you know, how old do you think that person is? And I'll be like, oh, they got to be. I don't know. They got to be like fifty-five. Like, no, Greg, they're like ten years younger than you. You know, so to answer your question, um, going through that first uh, recession period, you know, mm-hmm. that has given an experience. You know, yeah. uh, I'm not, you know, when it hit before, it was, it was different. It was all mortgage and and real estate right. uh, driven, mm-hmm. uh, but now having that experience and 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 walking people through and say, hey, it's going to be okay. This has happened, you know, quicker than it did before, but I think we're going to come out of it quicker too as well.
0: Yeah. So you are pretty much uh, subscribing to, I think, the same data and belief that a lot of us are that are informed is that um, the underpinnings of the housing market were solid before this and they're mm-hmm. going to be solid coming out of this. Yes, uh, I truly believe that. The the one
1: concern that I do have, as you know, you know, guidelines, you got credit scores mm-hmm. going like this, you got DTIs going down like this. Yeah. So, you know, being in a business that, you know, it changes quick, right? I mean, yeah. It's to happen real quick, but to, to go the other way, it takes a longer time. So that's my main concern is that you're going to leave a lot of people out who are qualified. I mean, I had one guy, I was telling uh, somebody, uh, telling a real estate agent I think, a couple of days ago, um, his scores were, you know, 625, but his DTI was 19. And, and this, you know, everything was perfect, but now I have to work on his score and getting it up, you know? So yeah. so it, that's my only concern, if they can unravel that and just go back to the way it was. Um, mm. But I know, I know that takes time, so.
0: How concerned are you about, like, the servicing issue and all that? Very. Very yeah. concerned about it. You know, it seems like
1: they don't have a plan for it. So, yeah. um, as we all, we're all dealing with it, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're, you're looking at pricing and you're looking at this and, you know, and, and there's so much uncertainty right now. And, yeah. you know, we've we got more numbers coming out, I guess, this week or next week. Uh, it's going to get, it's going to get uglier as far as those numbers. Q2 is going to suck is what I'm telling people. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. (laughs) It's going to be brutal, but you know, you just have to fight through it, get your systems down tight, do the things that you couldn't get to before. If you have time, uh, check in with people, educate yourself. So it's a good time to really, uh, kind of refocus and get ready. So how
0: would you uh, score yourself in terms of presence on social media? Um, I would say pretty
1: high because, you know, before, I would say before four or five years ago, not really. I just throw stuff out there and this and that. We kind of have a method to do it. You know, there's a way to build that audience, whether it's with funny stuff or with stuff that's engaging. Uh, And then you drop some business every now and then. So don't do all business and business and business. It's going to turn people off. So, um, you know, we kind of learned the method to it. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it changes all the time too, obviously. But, you know, I'm talking about organic stuff i'm not talking about paying for stuff i'm talking about stuff that we can just keep on gathering friends you know you you, you know a big thing that i learned too is that you're gonna have to have at least 1500 friends at one point and then that then that the next goal is to get up to 4,000 friends but it's important to do certain things you know every Mm -hmm. day and have a
0: pattern to it is there a primary platform you tend to focus on uh just facebook
1: um I, you know i've been doing instagram i mean i do a little bit of instagram i do a little bit of linkedin i just do it because you know it's there uh but i You're just don't already have time. On it. yeah i just don't have i don't have the time to do it right. uh as much as i do with facebook so
0: hmm. um what Are you hearing from your agents? Uh, and I'm talking to agents all over the country. I'm just curious, what are the emotions that are, are you dealing with? The you like fear and this and that, mm-hmm. or where are they at? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's kind of all over the board. You know, you have those realtors who haven't been through it before and, and they're mm-hmm. kind of like in denial. Right. Um, and then you have some agents who really are, are stressed out and you know lost mm-hmm. four or five deals within the last couple of weeks and right. that were good deals and all of a sudden it's gone and, and they don't know, how, you know, they don't know what's going on. So I tell people all the time, I said the first time in my mortgage career that I'm a psychologist, so I'm, I'm part medical, I'm part, I'm part mortgage guy, I'm part stock guy, I'm part, you know, you know right. talking about the markets. And it seems like everything just come, came out once. But um, but there, I mean, I think they're starting to learn. And, and this is where the good part of social media is too, because if you have the constant information, some of it could be wrong, I get that. But um, where they could be engaged with you, I think is huge, you know, because in that way before,
0: you know, 10, 20 years ago, you didn't have that. You know, yeah. so, um, okay. And back to your Facebook group for a second. Now, do you have different groups based on where you're you're the States you're in?
1: No, no, one it's group. just
0: one group. Yeah. It's just one group.
1: And, and, and it's, it's basically, you know, um, you know, I was thinking about doing that, but I was like, you know, that's giving way too much time. So yeah, so we just kind, kind of average. throw it together. And, and now we have agents connecting with each other from different states now. You know, if they got a referral, hey, I got somebody here, they'll post it in the group. And then 10 people raise their hands. Hey, I can help them in Texas and some guy in Tennessee. So, you know, that's kind of the vision I had, too, is everybody helping each other in it.
0: Uh, and so in terms of the content, are, are you the only one? posting content in there? Is it active? Are there agents posting as well? Yeah, exactly.
1: Agents are starting to do it a lot more now. Um, I do it. You know, I'm the main person to do it, but there's other people constantly posting there too as well. So it's good. And that's what I want. I want some interaction. I want people to help each other, even if they're using a different mortgage guy. It's not okay. You know, you can't get every deal, but at the same time, it's helping each other. And that's kind of what the goal of the group was. But it's your group. You own it. What's the name of it? It's It's Agent Acceleration.
0: Mm -hmm. and uh, there's quite a lot
1: of members right how many is that uh we got about i just checked just over 1200 now so 1200 are most of them agents oh yeah pretty much all of them are agents there's some people who are one officers that are friends of mine and so forth but pretty much uh, 99% are agents
0: would you say that that um, helps influence your ability to get business from those people that's
1: tremendously absolutely i mean i just think you know people want to get to know you before they actually reach out to you you know and and that's that's, it's really helped me do that. I mean, a lot of times people will send me a private Facebook message and say, Hey, listen, I've been watching you and this and that. I got a, I got a deal over here. I'd love to send to you. Can you take it? Absolutely. You know? So that's all from that. And that's all from being on, on Facebook in general. So. How do you um, get agents into the group? Um, you know, just invite them, you know? So once we, once we're friends, we invite them and, and so forth. Um uh you know there was there was a time we could just add them into it but for some reason facebook changed that now so so now we have to invite them so i guess people got angry with that but uh but now you know we just invite them if they come great if they don't they don't but there's a lot of people constantly trying trying to get in yeah well yeah they have to be a real estate agent you know they have Mm -hmm. to be somebody who's who's actively in the business i don't you know we want people engaged who are actively going through what we're going through and so we can help each other so
0: yeah. I'd be curious to know for the people that are watching right now and welcome, by the way, Dave, Walsh, Schmidt, Christy, uh, who, ha- who else has a face- Facebook group, a private Facebook group? I know I've been preaching it for a while. Um, I- I- I've got a couple myself. I don't have quite the level you do with 1,200, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't been at it like three plus years like you have either. Mm-hmm. Um, so what type of content do you put in there? Are you doing any videos? Are you doing mm-hmm. any like checklists, like stuff they can use in their own business? Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of all over the board. You
1: know, yeah, so I'll do a video about the market, what's going on now. I'll do uh, a video about a situation that happened with the loan. Hey, watch out for this, guys. You know, this can pop up, especially now, right? Um, and, mm-hmm. then, and then also, um, you know, putting stuff in there for them so they can print off, they can take for them for marketing, you know, top 10, ten yeah. things to try to get a listing or something like that. So it's constantly, I'm, I'm constantly just trying to mix it up, change it up. It's kind of fun too. I mean, I kind of enjoy that. So it's, it's been fun to constantly just, you know, provide, you know, information for them to help them out. It's like you're the digital mayor of your own online community. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. I remember the first time with social media, when I got exposed, to. It, I was like, Oh my goodness, you know, and I did right. it all wrong. You know, I did sure. it. I, like I said, I did it instead of meeting one-on-one or trying to get to that point and everything else. But man, I was blown away the first time I saw it. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, it can be a really powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Let me ask you a couple other questions from our notes from from a while back when we talked is some things I've just got written down. You'll have to probably unpack Mm -hmm. this a little bit, but I'm seeing something about 20 times gifting, chocolate pizza, moving day.
1: Tell me about that. So kind of we set up a system, um, you know, I I think it was probably a couple of years ago. We did it kind of but it wasn't like a system, so we were truly believing like in a gift and program. So I'll start from scratch. Somebody comes in, we pre-approve them, we hand them a packet. They come in the office, we hand them like a little bag that they can take with them. So that's number one. Um, well, by the it, way, what's what's the little bag? Chocolates or what is it? No, no. The the bag could be like a like a water bottle. It could be some koozies. It could be some other some pens, pads, whatever. Stuff? Yeah. It's okay. branded stuff and it's got, uh, you know, it comes like in a, in a little cooler bag. So they could throw like a little six pack in there with oh, them. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so, so we hand them. We always want to give them something. Now, yeah. if they don't come yeah. in the office at the pre-approval point, they'll come in for the mortgage presentation. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't come that, because it's a screen share, we'll mail that out to them. Okay. Mm. So we have, a, we have a pre-approval packet that we send out uh, that, that goes by mail. And then when they come in the office, a gift bag. So it's two things we hand to them. Okay. Uh, once we get them into underwriting, And and it comes out of underwriting approval. I I mail them a box of chocolates. Okay, so we get them box of chocolates, branded to us, congratulations, and all that else. Now, let me stop there for a second because we were talking about what do we do, and you know, how do we make this, you know, more uh, fine tuned and everything else. And my one partner says, you know, why don't you do like a little box of chocolates? I'm like, I don't know, you know, okay, chocolates, I guess. I like chocolates, but. The response has been unbelievable. Absolutely. It's been, people have blown away by it. They're taking pictures, putting it on Facebook. They're like, oh, really? this is awesome. Yeah. Over a box so, of chocolates. A box of chocolates. And it's a small thing. You have a, the, the, the box of chocolates is a six, uh, six or eight piece, you know. Uh-huh. Um, like it's, not, it's not huge. Yeah, it's not huge. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's something that we want to give to them because we know, you know, at that point, they're going to be a little stressed out. They've got conditions. I and mean, we set expectations every way through. Um, but they still gonna be a little stressed. So we figure, Hey, what's, what takes the edge off and, and so forth. Um, so that's that part. And then, so we go to closing, uh, we order uh, pizza for everybody on, on their actually like moving day. So if they're going to be moving. We order pizza for everybody drinks and everything else, uh, for, for moving. And then about a week and a half later, we send a cutting board out to them that's branded to them and everything else. So that's, Five five touches or so throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. I, learned that, I learned bits and pieces of that from people in the business years ago, and, and we finally just put a system in place, and that's really helped us retain clients. So, hmm.
0: And then uh, post-close, do you have any kind of uh, you know, nurture thing over time? Yeah, just, I mean, basically we, we have follow-up calls every,
1: you know, I think it's like every two months or so. It comes up on my database. We hmm. follow up with them. We do birthday phone calls for everybody. Um, even if they didn't close with us or not, if they're in our system, we do a birthday call. Oh. Um, we do, uh, and then, then we have, we separate our top clients, let's say a top 150, 200 clients. Uh, we send them a box of chocolates. It's a different type of box of chocolates for their birthdays. So, um, wow. you know, so we always try, you know, always try doing that. We're all hunters, right. When it comes to yeah. in this business, and the big thing I had to learn was, hey, you got to slow down. You got to really get the system down because that's going to pay dividends huge down the line, and it has.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this falls under the umbrella of what I think you call your white glove service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white glove service. So, so part of you. So a
1: lot of part of that too is what we do for our clients is that we, um, you know, we offer uh, to to get some insurance quotes. You don't have to use them. Uh, we just provide them. Here you go. Uh, so we take that off their hands if they want. And most people do want us to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer to get quotes for moving if they need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we call moving companies, get a whole list for them, hand it to them. If they need help with utilities, we call on that. Uh, to get them change over. Sometimes it's privacy issues. So we can at least set up the appointment for them, right. uh, change in locks. We got a locksmith that we can call and help change locks. If we need it. So we won't really want to take as much as we can off the plate of them and really, you know, really separate ourselves from everybody else.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking the word concierge comes to mind. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see them in hotels the
1: hotels all the time. You know, right. I mean, you see they, they really take care of their clients, or you go to a good restaurant. You know, you go into a good restaurant because of how they take care of their clients. And it's never really been in a mortgage business. It's always been kind of help to skelter. You know, you see these certain teams, the one percenters, yeah. and that's that's kind of what we wanted to you know try to be is is that type of uh, you know service for them. So
0: well, and it's funny because I'm making a you wrote you uh, note I have from our last conversation was you said mortgages are boring you know, and I agree, right? I mean, they are, right? They are, right? I know. Well, it's payments. It's debt. It's, it's like, you know, people it's not exciting. Like, yeah, let's go frigging go in massive debt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I and mean, let's just talk about mortgage payments. That's real exciting. No, people want to talk about the house and they want to, you know, what they're going to do with their kids and everything else, you know? So we try, you know, this is a good way. And that's, that's a part of it that I really enjoy is setting up systems like that, executing.
0: Well, and I think you look, you're smart. You get this. You've been around long enough. Um, there's still the people who are the the rate and fee quote jockeys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're forever going to be stuck in that box, mm-hmm. you know? So how can – and I think, you know, you're all about – and I think more and more people are finally coming smart to – it's like creating a customer yeah. experience, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's why you're doing all the fine white-glove stuff. Well, and that's the thing too. I mean, and this is – our side of the business,
1: right, and this has always frustrated me, is that we don't look at ourselves as a business. We look at ourselves as just yeah. reaction, right? right? Somebody calls, somebody does this, you know, rates have changed, oh my gosh, and they go, right. and it's just, instead of establishing a system, you know, I get the girls all the time asking me, so, you know, when something happens, hey, so what should we, I said, we're going to do what we do every single day, and just execute every single day, and just do that over time. We might tweak something here and there, but if we do what we do, nobody else is doing a lot of that, so right. it's going to be okay.
0: Did you have that mindset kind of early on or did you make a shift at some point? I made a shift that after the crash. Um, before... <laughs> yeah, Just I think yesterday. everybody
1: did. I, I think everybody did, right? Yeah. So it was like, um, you know, when I first got into business, everything was about rate. You know, I didn't know any yeah. better, but I knew but, I could talk to people and I could help people and try helping them the best way I could mm-hmm. um, and so forth. But when that crash hit... Um, you know everybody took a beating on that and then coming back i took about 9 months off too i i went through it really like then in 2011 i took about 9 months off and i was just so frustrated right you go out and you you talk to somebody and you come back in the office and things would be changed from the guidelines it was just it was just very very frustrating right so i think it was might have been 2010 or so i took about 9 months off and did some other stuff um, but I, you know i knew this was my call, but I had to find a different way to do it because I was not going to go back to do it and, hey, here's the lowest rate. That just wasn't going to work, you know? Right. So I started watching and studying people and became, you know, I started getting coaching and, and one it's just kind of building on top of each other. Sure. Uh, and then 10 years later, it just seems like everything seems to be falling into place. So
0: too many people look at this as a sales job. Yeah, You know, like, Hey man, I'm on the, I'm selling cars, I'm selling whatever insurance or whatever. And it's like, no, the really smart people who have longevity. And I saw this like early on when I got into back yeah. in 2003 is yeah. The guys and gals who treat it like a practice, like a yeah. doctor, an attorney, mm-hmm. those are the guys and gals who survive and thrive. Absolutely. Yeah. And
1: no, you're exactly right. And there's, you know, sometimes we, um, you know, I just had a conversation with a good realtor friend of mine. He's a really good friend of ours. And but he still doesn't get that. Hey, listen, this is a business, man. You know, if you walk into a restaurant, you know, like you're not going directly to the cook, you're not going directly to the manager. A lot of times, you know, other people have to take certain pieces of it, uh, and 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 really do a great job. And your job is number one is to bring in the business and make sure that that the trains are running on time. You know, Hmm. and make sure everybody's doing their job. You know, and so when you when you deal with sometimes with um, some real estate partners or even talking to mortgage people. a lot of times they just don't get that. They just think, "Hey, they're a one-man band. This is how it's always going to be." Yeah. And it's not easy putting a team together. It's man, I believe I could tell you story upon story got scars to show. Sc- scars, I've de- I've done everything differently. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm much better now than I was say 5 years ago, 7 years ago. So, yeah.
0: um all right, let's say you are you've got somebody who hasn't been to, through, through the 2008 crash situation and i know this isn't the same but mm-hmm. the point is um well how would you advise somebody to prepare like now right and over the next 90 days six months what do, what do people need to do uh i would say number one and this is something i was horrible with at the beginning mm. is
1: fine tune and get a crm mm. and have a system down so you can stay in front of your database because that's going to be a gold when things go up and down uh, your database, if, you know, your people are going to know that you're still there and you're in front of them and you're providing information, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they have a family friend who needs to buy something, and then all of a sudden, so you need to ha- you really need to establish that. Um, right. And we're all, salespeople, we're all bad at that, right? We have to really focus and do it and, and have it really systematized. Yeah. Uh, so that would be the number one thing. If you, if you have a little bit extra time or you haven't been through it before, don't freak out. You know, this is a time where you can really lay a solid foundation yeah. right now and and so when this thing starts taking back up again and you know we're still busy but i'm just saying you know it was busier you know three or four weeks ago now we're just dealing with 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 a lot of stuff happening right? right so i would say lay that foundation you know get the crm done have a system in place somebody calls in who does what when you know mm. what's the next step what's the next step what's the next step and get that down right. so nobody gets lost in the shuffle
0: yeah uh, and i know you're a big believer in investing in your education like, uh, you and I uh, believe got connected through Barry Habib and MBS yep. Highway. So you're a big yep. advocate of that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's where I get a lot of my knowledge from. And,
1: and you know, listen to Barry. I've been listening to him for years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, he, he makes things in such layman's terms. I, I mean, and I told him this, uh, I guess a few a few months ago. I said, man, it, you know, I talked to my 17-year-old daughter and I was like, you know, I'm not sending her to college. I'm sending it to you <laughs> for, about good, for like three or four months. And she's going to know more than people get a four-year degree. And that's, you know, and I was pretty honest saying that because I mean I've learned a ton right. from him. So yeah, edu- you got to constantly educate yourself. You got to understand the market, uh, and there's a lot of things I still don't understand fully. But I understand a lot more than I, now than I did 10 years ago. You got to understand what you're talking. About. You got to understand what, if this happens, how does it affect this? You know, right. how does it affect this? You know, and and that's going to separate you. In you know, I I say sales, but it's more educating when you're talking mm-hmm. to people. Um, mm-hmm. It's not hey sales trying to make a deal. See you later. But, you know, it's more educating and, and being that resource. That people come to you and say, hey, Greg, what do you think? You know, I get a lot of new agents who haven't been in the business, mm. you know, less than a year or two years. And they're, they're leaning on people like us, you know, right. and, and like, hey, tell me what, you know, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I spend this in marketing? And, and so you want to be that person, but you got to be, you know, got to know what you're talking about.
0: So All right. So let me, let me play devil, devil's advocate for a second because mm-hmm. I agree with you on the education piece. I might, we may close out on that. But what, what do you say to, you know, realtors get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean a lot of mm-hmm. people like to friggin' make realtors the scapegoat and you know mm-hmm. bitch about them. What do you say? Um I say
1: they're human beings like us. You know, we we make mistakes on the mortgage side, right? I mean we we do I've just had one the other day. The guy says, No, you should be fine this, that and the guy knew credit scores have gone up, you know, with his investor. And then all of a sudden he turns around and says he can't. I mean, so Things are going to happen um, with that. I would say, you know, from a mortgage side, don't be upset with realtors if they don't get all of it. There's a lot of things that we don't get from them. You know, mm-hmm. they get they get marketed to you more than anybody else in the country. You know, from insurance agents, from us, from you. Right. I mean, go, go down the list. You know, yep. you got you got you know home inspectors. I mean, you know, those people are constantly coming at them, and so you know, until you've been through that. You know, I would say just have a little bit more compassion and understanding with it. And it gets frustrating on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody doesn't understand something in this, and that, but you got to slow it down and, and go through it with them. So,
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, look, it comes back to you, right? You get to pick, mm-hmm. pick and choose who you want to work with. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, what, I mean, and that's i I'm sorry, go ahead. What percentage of your business is from agents?
1: Oh, man, I would say probably about 80% of my business okay. from agents.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. And do you have any desires to... Try and go more, quote, consumer direct?
1: Yeah, I mean, that. I think that's pretty expensive because now you're going a lot. Of, I think consumer direct could be, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of blurred a little bit now, right? Mm. Because you got social media. Right. So I get people coming at me, you know, we had somebody that closed uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, once again, see me on Facebook for two years and they finally reached out, hey, I'm having trouble with my lender. Can you help me out? And we did. And we, we took them to the closing, um, you know, at that point. So is that consumer direct compared to the old way of hey, which is bombard them with postcards? Let's spend all this money. Let's do all this stuff, and hopefully we get a one percent return or half percent return. Right. You know, to me, I think social media is is kind of, you know, it's kind of blurred the lines a little bit. You know, because yeah. you can do it a lot for free uh, and help people, and then it just naturally comes to you at that point.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I see a lot of people touting that as like um, the easy button. Mm -hmm. back to the point about people like to bag on realtors for all the alleged issues. A lot of them are made up. A lot of them are your own choice. Um, but um, yeah, here's the thing. Here's what I know after four years of interviewing people like you, um, not one of them has gone all in on quote consumer direct ad spend, whatever.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty expensive to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of what we've done and it's just, and once again it's just something that we're trying to give back to agents is is creating leads for agents and then and then helping them send them those leads to those agents and that's really helped us um you know kind of turn the tide a little bit because you know I hate being the guy who's asking for business and not giving anything in return yeah we're you know we're friends and and we can go grab lunch together and do do all yeah. that stuff but you know to hand them back business that can help them uh that's pretty unique it's starting to be more and more prevalent now but um when i when we first started doing it it was it was kind of different you know Mm.
0: do you feel any pressure from your agents are they pressuring you for that um some do you know but you know it's what here's the thing it's it's with
1: us too it's the follow-up right sometimes we'll we'll talk to somebody hey okay here's you know here's bob smith he's a realtor he's gonna be giving you a call and then bob doesn't call you know and then bob doesn't call so you know, it really depends on. Once again, you have to pick and choose. You know who who's really going to take advantage of this. Who's who's this going to really help? Right. Um, so just like anything else, like you said earlier, you got to pick the people you work with uh, and try helping.
0: You know. I think too, you got to like decide what kind of business you want to have. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, you yeah. know one one uh, uh, you know one model of like consumer direct paid ads, all of that that's a different model that needs different infrastructure than a referral based yeah. business.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, and and the biggest bang for your buck is is to have have that referral business come in and and so forth. So, but at the same time, think of ways how you can help these people too. Don't just take take take.
0: Well, and that goes back to like your idea with the Facebook groups. Uh you've got what 1200 or whatever agents in this group, you know, adding value and it's kind of like you you've built a um a referral machine there mm-hmm. inside your Facebook group. It, it really is. It's just—it's you know, not something I'm. A, you know, I'm not raising my hand.
1: Hey, somebody, I don't do any of that. You're stuff. serving. Yeah, I'm serving. Some, I'm having fun with it. They're having fun with it. They're going through a tough time. I'm going. You know, I'm trying to help them. Vice versa. Right. So it's just kind of a group where people constantly dip in for a little bit, take a look at it, you know, interact a little bit, and then go about their daily lives. But it's it's something that we can constantly dip into. So.
0: Yeah, and I want to close out, I guess, on this note. I know you're busy, so thank you for your time. But um, sure. we, we touched on um, the education piece. And again, back to um, I'm, I'm definitely encouraging people to follow Barry and his videos. You know, it's funny. It's the number of LOs I've talked to in the last three weeks were like, yeah, I used to have MBS Highway, but I never really used it. But, man, they're back on that yeah. now.
1: <laughs> I know. It's funny. It's funny to wait for that morning email, right? Like, oh, what's going on? What's happening? You know, and this and that. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's something. Education is huge. You got you to gotta constantly educate yourself especially yeah, in mean, this business.
0: Uh, well, especially like more than ever now, right? Yep. I mean, let's, let's, here's, here's my pitch. We can close out on this, I guess. But what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm both agents and lenders. I've been saying you've had it pretty easy for the last yeah. six, eight years, mm-hmm. right? Rates have been low. Demand's been high. I mean, yeah. rising tide's been lifting all boats, but guess what? Man, COVID-19 yeah. hit and it's like, yeah. you better have your game on. That's right.
1: That's right. You know, in, in this business or in any small business, I guess, you're constantly learning something. You have to constantly get better and better at it. So uh, that's the one thing I would say, you know, people are going through this for the first time, learn as much as you can, implement as much as you can. Uh, if it's a little bit, if it, it slows down or dips for you right now, it's a good time to really start re-engaging with your agents, uh, get, your, get your CRM going, uh, and keep on learning as much as you can because there's going to be a lot of people getting out of it, um, yeah. you know, going through this. So this is, you know, always look at a silver lining. This could help you um, if you do the right things now. So
0: you know that that is the last great point. Let's close out on that because that's an excellent point. I've also heard from some agents that their lender has gone dark,
1: yeah, because but, they don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't know what to say. they don't know what to do. They don't, know, they don't know the advice to give. they've never been through this before, so like I said MBS is a great tool and, and education source. I highly recommend anybody in the mortgage business to to yeah. jump on that.
0: for so. sure, the talking points, the scripts, the understanding, the knowledge alone. Uh, Mm -hmm. You got, you got to get on that. And I'd I'd say the last word on that is back to the point about um, other, other lenders going dark on agents. This is your time to what I call invest in the dip. And so what I mean is invest in relationships in the dip. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Because, you know, when this comes back, you know, there's going to be, you know, kind of a, you know, I guess like a, a couple months of where it might be, you know, somewhat hesitation. Oh, yeah. But I think once it starts kicking in again, because it was a pent-up demand before this happened, you know. So it wasn't, sure. you, know, you know, it wasn't like it was dead, or, you know, for a while, then all of a sudden we're officially in a recession. It was something yeah. like, hey, we're good. We're, we're expected by the end of the year to have a little correction, but this kind of drove it over the cliff. And so uh, this is a great opportunity, like you said, invest in, in the relationships, invest in your systems. Yep. Get it down now because most people aren't going to be doing that.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, listen, I know you're busy. Hey, if anybody wants to connect with you, where's the best place for us to send them?
1: Uh, probably Facebook. I mean, just just my name, Greg Peckman. And if you pull that up, you just connect with me and and just let me know how I can help.
0: All right. Hey, Greg, I very much appreciate you being here. You know what? As a thank you, when this book finally goes live again, I'm going to send you a free copy of it. Awesome. It's, it's all about how to survive and thrive. The digital real estate shift makes a great yeah. gift for agents too. I put That's a pause awesome. on publishing it because of this COVID-19 thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it makes a pause. Edits. Yeah. It's quite a right? pause, right? I'm like, well, I well, think, well, think there'll be some things to add to the book um, yeah. as a result of this. So About, about five more chapters, right? So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, good. Anyway. Hey, man. well, thanks yeah, for having me on. I appreciate it. You bet. And everybody watching, we appreciate you. Tune in next week. Usually same time, same channel, but obviously we moved it out a day. So we appreciate you tuning into Mortgage Marketing Live. Go out there, invest in the dip, invest in your relationship. Greg, thanks for being here, man. See you on the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com.